angle I wanted to take in the short time that I've been given is the angle of impunity. Um, I think it's quite clear, isn't it, to everybody here that none of this would be happening if Israel did not enjoy total impunity. Uh, you know, of course, that we are not just uh, dealing with Israel on its own. We are dealing with Israel and the United States. And never uh, uh, really in this history, this very sad story, uh, has it been clearer than now how complicit the United States is with Israel, and not only the United States, but I'm afraid the government of this country and of several European countries as well. So what we're facing here is a double problem. One, that Israel is allowed to have this impunity to do whatever it likes, and, the f and that there are several Western states and Western politicians prepared to give Israel that impunity, and in that sense they are complicit and they are accessories to crime. And they should be uh, put up before the courts, not just, as you quite rightly say, Israel on its own, these people also have to stand up and be made accountable. So really, I, the first really thing I wanted to stress was this question of impunity, because it is deadly. It is what is making this happen. Because you know, uh, we've discovered through this, uh, t uh, these dramatic days uh, that uh, there are no red lines for Israel. Israel is not bound by any kind of law any kind of moral consideration, any kind of human rights feeling, any kind of common decency. And you can see that, the result of that, in the horror scenes, partly recounted here, we've just heard, but of course, which you've seen on your screens. So I want very much for this idea of impunity to be taken to heart. This is something we have to do something about. And my proposal is that we need to focus when we are activists, uh, when we write, when we approach our MPs, when we whatever we want to do in the form of support for Palestine, it should be focused on this issue of impunity and the fact that this impunity is only possible because of the support of Western states. That's the way it works. It's also uh, tied up with the second point I wanted to make, which is to do with lack of context, lack of history. You will notice, of course, that in all the reporting we've been uh, hearing about, all, this, all the analyses, all the accounts, they exclude context, they exclude the historical background, they exclude why this is happening. Uh, of course they have to, they have to, because once you know the history of this conflict, you will eventually, you will immediately realize that the enormity of Israel's crime is not just what you're seeing on your screens, but a crime that has been ongoing for 75 years. And that does not suit the people who want to give Israel impunity. So 
generally, uh, audiences, uh, readerships, uh, ordinary people are not allowed uh, to know uh, what, what, how this really came about. So it has to be seen, and when Anthony Lehrman speaks so well uh, about a subject he's an expert on, which is anti-Semitism, you see very clearly the weaponization of anti-Semitism for precisely the same end. So in other words, if you want to keep uh, Israel in a position where it is not held accountable at all, one of the arguments that Israel would make would be, well, uh, everybody hates Jews. Uh, the, what happened on October the 7th was the acme of anti-Semitism uh, and so on. So this is all in the service of the same endpoint I just started with, which is the question of impunity. Finally, if our chairman will allow me, um, I want to just uh, make two final points. First of all, just to reiterate that the focus of our efforts whichever way we find suitable, must be to end this impunity. It has to be taken on. It has to be taken very seriously. It's, it's very welcome and, of course, very understandable that people feel sympathetic, they feel solidarity, they want to help the Palestinians. I promise you the best way to help Palestinians is to end Israel's impunity and make it accountable for its crimes. And my final point is, where is this all heading? What, after all, when the dust settles, God knows when that will be, what do we want to look forward to? What is it that we want to see? People talk about justice, they talk about uh, uh, um, uh, an end of suffering, uh, people freedom, and so on. It's not really helpful, that. You need to know in what context, what, where is all this freedom, where is all this uh, relief, or how, in what form. And I want to echo Anthony Lehrman um, uh, in that my own belief that uh, this is that this conflict can only end in a sharing of the land in one democratic state that the area between the river and the sea has to be an area in which all the people who live there enjoy equal rights in a democratic framework, including all the Palestinians who were expelled and their descendants as a result of Israel's creation. People like me, people like the five to six million who are sitting in refugee camps, all of them deserve to go home and to live in peace, security, in a democratic framework with the Jewish-Israeli community that is already there. That is the only humane, uh, moral, and sensible and realistic future that we might have. And I wish I had brought my new book uh, for you to look at, which is um, a book I published this year called One State, The Only Democratic Future for Palestine-Israel. So um, thank you very much for your attention.